this is episode 23 of the Devin After Dark podcast. I'm your host as always, Devin. I'm back. I'm ready to get going. Um, I think I'm about to start this new series where I start recording um, podcasts daily um, just during this time in quarantine. Uh, Just random things that come to my mind. So they may be short, they may be long. Um, I may be making some calls to people on these podcasts, um, talking to different people, talking to myself, the usual Devin stuff. But I got some things in the works, man, with this whole entire virus going down. Um, I think that this is the perfect time for everybody to start putting energy into themselves and the people that they love around them and uh, start to make something that's going to change the rest of their lives for the course of time. And I think if we just all band together and kind of come with the same mindset of gratitude and persistence, um, we could overcome these tough times together as a whole. I think that at the base of everything that's going on um, with the virus, the coronavirus, and uh, the political climate of everything that's going on, um, I think that this is adverse times for uh, society as a whole. And I think that the only way through this is through persistence and gratitude, like I was saying before. And these are all concepts that apply to life. Anytime there's adversity, I think the only way to get through adversity is through persistence alone and just mental toughness and awareness. And you just got to be able to compartmentalize um, a lot of different things and situations to where you use things as a lesson instead of um, something that's going to hold you back and deter you from your path. And I think the only way to get through these tough times and the most effective way to get through these times is to do a personal inventory check and just make adjustments. Adjustments are the number one thing that you have to do during these times is you have to make those adjustments um, to your daily routine that may or may not have been affected and create new routines and new habits um, to do during these times. Being able to make changes on the fly and change how you view different situations could be tough. So you have to remove that emotional boundary in your mind to where you are fearful of what's next to come. And you have to just focus on the present moment, make those adjustments then and now, and then attest the situation later when you realize the adjustments that you made and how you are going to prevail. So like I was saying, I mean, the only way to prevail during these times is to make adjustments. And that's what I'm going to do right now. And I'm I'm taking advantage of the opportunity that's given to me. And I'm calling in my brother from the other room right now to get in here talk to me about this mindset and how we can overcome these different things make these adjustments and kind of see where we're at to where we can try and bring some value to people to do the same for themselves Everybody has a different situation going on with this whole entire pandemic and everybody's kind of in a different boat. Some people are in the same boat. So really what I want to understand and the main question here is how can these people and how can we overcome these times? 
Yeah, so I would say it's really two things for me. It's it's your level of faith during these times. Um, you know, I'm a spiritual person, so I, I believe in having faith that uh, things will work out. And second is just the reality piece of it. Like, you got to be realistic with yourself. Like, how prepared was I for this? So, like, for example, I have a certain level of comfort right now knowing that I have money in the bank saved up. You know, I'm grateful that I was taught a, a good deal of financial literacy early on. Not saying that I know a lot at all. Like, I just know a little bit enough that I had money saved up for emergencies, you know? Right. And um, that's giving me a great deal of comfort right now because um, my line of work, I'm a filmmaker. So, you know, a lot of my videos that I create for these different companies, organizations and personal brands, like it, it deals with being out in the public in in large events and stuff like that. So um, all my shoots have been canceled. Right. Um, so that but having that seed money really gave me a great deal of comfort. So, um, so yeah, back to what I was saying, though, like, I think Governor Whitmer, she, she said something that really hit home with me. She said, we're trying to build the plane as we fly it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, like, if you really think about that, that's just, that's a, a testament to, like, the level of um, preparedness. Preparation, yeah. Yeah, and preparation that we all, you know, are kind of realizing, like, man, are we prepared? Like even just looking at the na- like the national leadership and it's like, um, you know, it's, it's, it, you know, most people are just attacking the national leadership, which is understandable because this is something that we should have saw coming. But, you know, um, at the same time, how could we have known it was coming this soon? Exactly. I think people's like default response to things like this is to immediately point up at the top instead of looking at themselves yeah type of thing um it's kind of like an excuse to make like yeah the leadership that's in place isn't doing what they're supposed to and this is why this pandemic is breaking out but i think since you touched on that i think the reflection of this whole entire thing is what the people can do to make sure that they put themselves in the right situations to where they can handle those times on their own and for the people around them and like you touched on the financial literacy like how we were brought up like we were we were taught to like save money and not spend a bunch right. of money on different be, things be cautious be on cautious. what you're spending on be cheap yeah. to an extent like do you really need that name brand cereal you're right right, right now you know what i mean like stuff like that where it's like it it's 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 a big deal when it comes to times like this yeah yeah and just the thing is, like, even before this happened, we were already working on building that backbone, that pillow that we have of, like, a savings account and things like that to where we're able to prepare for situations like this. And then it just happened right then and there. Right. So now. Yeah. But I think um, to give a little more practical advice and first and foremost, like. This is just advice of what I've learned from my experience. This is not me trying to act like I know everything or like where the country is going after this or anything. But I'm just saying, I think, um, I I truly think freelancers and entrepreneurs are going to become the new wave after this recession because um, I feel like people are going to be more inclined to support an individual over a company. Um, A lot of the companies out here, the way they're dealing with this crisis with their employees it's going to, um, I, I read something Mark Cuban said, it's going to define their company for yeah. 
the next decades. Yeah, the, I saw the that. way they deal with this, right? So you got to think about it. Like companies aren't going to be able to offer the things that they have been offering to employees anymore, right. Right. and pensions and stuff like that have already been disappearing before this. So that is out the window. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, like still get into this interview process perhaps like in the next coming months with different companies but just remember like to always think would it be better for me to like start my own thing right now because like i said i truly think that people are going to be more inclined to support the individual yes like you look at it like people like during these times everyone's like reaching out to each other making sure they're good if you hear that someone has been like um dealing with health issues during this time mm-hmm. you're you're inclined to support them you know what i mean you're and stuff like that and like that just being an example but you see what i'm saying though yeah like in a corporate sense like coming off of this like how mark cuban came out and said that this is going to define business for the next 10 years for these different businesses and corporations and things like that yeah the biggest contributor to that is following up on this coronavirus pandemic and when people start trying to get back into the workforce right. and start getting back into these daily routines. There's going to be a scar on every single person that goes out into the world looking oh, yeah. for a job. So the first initial response when somebody's going through an interview off the bat is going to be like, is this going to be secure for me now? Right. Like that's the default thing. Yeah. So now everybody's focused on security now yep. in the in work. So that's why I think like everybody's hobbies and their passions are, are going to start yeah. coming forward right? because that's what the person feels more secure doing right? and feels happiest doing. So if they feel like they want to apply that into their creative sense or into freelancing and things like that, over working for this company and potentially not working like when something like this comes up it's a lot different and a tougher pill to swallow because for me personally i'm in that boat Mm -hmm. so i'm sitting here trying to figure out what's the best bet for me do i go back into this corporate world do i go back in the small business world Mm -hmm. or do i create something for myself to where i could feel more secure and inspired and happier right yeah, man. I just think also it's just the little things as far as perspective. Like, just put yourself in the perspective of when it is time to go interview and everyone's out interviewing and stuff. Like, majority of people, they're not going to be able to keep their composure during the interview. Right, right. Think about it. Like you said, like, their their main thing in their head is, is this going to be secure for me? It's a scar, man. Everybody's so it's it. literally like everyone's going to be scarred and like the mentality and the, um, the, personality and attitude and all that that you bring to an interview that's going to determine if you get the job mm-hmm. so if you're in there worried as hell that job's most likely going to go to someone else just because it shows that it's it's really just weaving out who's strong and who's not exactly so it's it comes down you know? to survival at that and point. not saying that someone that can't keep their composure that may have some anxiety in an interview not saying that they aren't strong it's just like we all know how this goes like it's all about the face you put on for people that's gonna win them over exactly see what i'm saying so like just staying strong and just knowing just being smart you know just being smart emotionally smart Mm -hmm. and um just knowing that you'll you'll be able to 
you know, get these opportunities if you really apply your emotions to it yeah. in a smart way. Yeah. It's all about that emotional intelligence. Yeah. And that's the only way that we're going to be able to persevere through times like this. Is And I think that's the silver lining in this whole entire uh, stay at home. Yeah. Is I think that this is a perfect opportunity for everybody to build up their emotional intelligence, start new routines, yep. become more self-aware, and become more grateful for the people around them. Yeah. Like closer people. Like I've kind of seen the trend, like a lot of people started to weave out, like those people that you would usually see on a day-to-day basis or somebody that would talk to you just for fun. Mm -hmm. Like you really see who the real friends and the real family are at this point. Oh yeah, for sure. And you can't knock people for that either. Like if, if it's someone that you see as an acquaintance and you haven't heard from them or, you know, they haven't heard from you, it's really nothing personal. Like that's one thing I've, Mm -hmm. I've, over this quarantine, I read this book called The Four Agreements. Um, I believe the author's name is Don Miguel Ruiz. Don't quote me on that. But um, but yeah, it's like it, it really dives into having a practical guide to like self-freedom and truly being happy and knowing how to truly interact and have relationships with people that aren't toxic and mm-hmm. demanding. And, um, you know, the, the first agreement being... Um, just knowing how you use your word, you know, you may be able, like, you may, you might say something to somebody, um, and not intentionally mean to hurt them, but they hold on to that for a long time and you have no idea, you know, so right. stuff like that. And then also like not taking things personally, like, especially during times like this, people are angry, people are scared, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? They might say something wrong to you. They might, they may not talk to you. They may not answer your phone call, but you just got to understand, like, it's not personal, you yeah, know? Yeah. It's like, you got to be strong-willed to know, like, everyone's going through something. And, like, they're really, like you said earlier, you got to compartmentalize and, like, prioritize. And, like, you know, it's like, maybe they're they're busy trying to figure this shit out, you exactly. know? Um, and then also, I think another agreement was, I, I won't list all of them and stuff, but I think the other one was... Um, don't make assumptions, which is huge, mm. huge. Yeah, that's Don't make key. assumptions, which it kind of goes hand in hand where it's like, don't assume that it's personal, like it's something personal. Like right. don't make assumptions about things. Like, and you see that a lot with relationships, you know, mm-hmm. people assume that their partner's cheating and then it ends up ruining their relationship, you know, like stuff yeah. like that. Um, all those like elements are good to carry with you in all aspects of life. Right. You know what I mean? Like, especially in the workforce, like you go out, you're in, like, you're working no matter what you do. Like the way you treat people and the way you receive how they treat you is going to determine the outcome of your career. Really? Exactly. And that's one of the main contributors to like why a lot of people feel like uneasy is because they're making a lot of different assumptions and things like that and letting fear get in the way of how they really should be approaching situations. And um, I think in the workforce, like like how you were saying, um, they get into these assumptions that they make and it kind of, it kind of builds like a trail of bad behavior. Oh like, yeah. Like just thinking about different yeah. scenarios that you may have played in your head. It's all a depiction of how somebody yeah. else is playing and how your reality is playing out. Right. Like there's no, there's no, 
sympathy or empathy for how another person in that circle is feeling. Yeah. So and it, that stretches out yeah. over periods of time. You might have an assumption about mm-hmm. somebody or something, and two months later, you still haven't asked the question to confirm the truth. Right. And you're still making that same assumption, and it's affecting how you're interacting. Yeah, and it's a and it's a burden. Yeah. It's a burden that you're carrying. Personally. A non-existent burden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then, when you when you hold those burdens and stuff, and and you're making those assumptions, they start to display in other areas of your life. Right. And I and I'll and I'll attest to that that I've gone through that. You've gone through that. We've yeah, all gone through it. For sure. It's just a matter of being aware of that. Yeah. And accepting that and moving forward from that. Yep. And just, not necessarily, like, if you notice you've been, like, kind of putting people off or whatever, you don't necessarily have to apologize. Just do better. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, all it takes is one simple act, too. Like, right. you don't have to apologize right away because that might come off a little weird. Right. And I think the best way to do that is to just subtly, like, hey, how's everything going? Like right. need anything or anything like that, or right. just just check up on somebody, and then eventually you could get to that right question and a potential apology right afterwards. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Or sometimes that stuff doesn't even that could go unsaid, just right. just in your action that you took. Yeah. In that. Yeah, that's true. But be careful with that too, because that kind of goes back to the assumptions. If mm-hmm. if you just assume that things are going unsaid, that other person might feel a different way. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, but yeah, I don't know how we got here. Is this, I feel like this all relates still to what we initially started talking about. (laughs) Everything correlates. Everything relates. (laughs) That's the thing with all this. I've been thinking about a lot of stuff like in the past and like things that we've gone through growing up and things like that. It all relates, man. Like, like Y2K when people were going crazy in 2000, like when they thought the world was going to end. Yeah. 2008 recession, big, huge shift for us personally and everybody in our generation that goes unsaid. I think that's something that we should talk about one of these days. I say we get into it right now. (laughs) I say we get into it. I mean, we might as well. We're already here. I mean, mean, because think about it. Like, Michigan is right now one of the states that's dealing with this crisis the most. And we all know in 2008, Michigan was hit really hard with the with the recession, and it shifted the whole trajectory of our family, me and Devin's family, and um, that was a little more than 10 years ago. And for this to for this new recession to come around, this new crisis, it really puts in perspective on what we need to do to make sure our trajectory is um, going in the right direction. As right. far as our our lives and our future family and stuff like that, um, because there there's no room for error at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, like one small thing, and we've learned this through experience, you know, with our family. It's like one little mistake can change a lot. Yeah, and one failed one failure to action can change a lot. Right. You know. Right. So it's just about being mindful with what you can do. And what you're capable of doing, you know? Exactly. Yeah, that whole 2008 recession thing, like, that both, it hit us in the same way, but it it also hit us differently. Yeah. Because of, like, age and just our different individual perspectives and things like Mm -hmm. that. Like, for me, that was, like, one, not one of the hardest times. That was the hardest time of my life. Like, 
to this day. Yeah. But now I feel like everything that we went through then set us up for this scenario here now. Right. Finally. To where we're on our own and we can make our decision on how we want to move forward with exactly. our family yeah. and move forward with our lives. And um, just being in that, like, at that such a young age at that time, like I was 12, 13, you're yeah. 10, 11 at the time. Like, those those things follow you for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, there's a different perspective that you got to take on it when yeah. you're older than yeah. when you're going through that stuff. But I just remember, like, just all the different things that we were going through. Like, yeah. To name awesome things, family, d- loss of job, divorce, moving, bankruptcy, foreclosure, bankruptcy, foreclosure. Like our our family was in shambles. Yeah, <laughs> legitimately. Yeah, and at the end of the day, what I really took from that is, regardless of the situation and what was going on, they did what was best for us at the end of the day. Yeah, and. I think that actually made us stronger and they never let us lose sight that we were loved and could do anything that we want to. Yeah. Regardless of how it went off. And there was a lot of different things. You know, death even was in the family at that time too. Yeah. And at at this time, man, it's like you realize that we were lucky to have that that hell. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for that all the time. Because it's a lesson. Like, there's people out here right now, they haven't experienced crisis, really. And mm-hmm. now it's like, back to what we were talking about, the level of preparation for a crisis. Mm-hmm. It's like most people just got punched in the face with this, bro. It's not yeah. like... First time. Sucker punched. It's not yeah. like they knew they were about to fight. You exactly. know? <laughs> like, exactly. they got sucker punched by this crisis. So, like, it's like, it just shows you that these things can happen. And it's like... The world isn't so positive, like you know what I mean. Like it mm-hmm. is, if you want it to be. But like, I mean, I guess where am I going with this? I guess like, it's it's really just being it. Like you realize that sometimes you live in a bubble. You know, you watch the news, you see that people are dying every day, mm-hmm. but like it doesn't relate to your world. And then now, it's a thing where it's a crisis where anyone can die at any moment for no reason. Mm-hmm. Well, for that reason being the, the the highly contagious virus. But, like, man, it's just so crazy. Yeah. It's just, like, and, and it's all creating, like, flashbacks in my mind. Like, because, like, 2008, that was the economic crash, like, recession. Yeah. Like, flat out, like, everything was done. Like, housing market was messed up. Businesses were closing. People yeah. were losing jobs. Big three was laying off everybody mm-hmm. and families were affected like crazy. Yeah. And I think it's, it's relatable to this now. Like the economy is kind of going down a little bit, but there's, there's always going to be a shift to where people are going to be able to overcome this. There's going to be new things that are coming right. out. Like I read this thing, uh, in 2008 when that whole recession happened, 10 of the top companies in the world right now were created during that like uber uh i can't even think of any other ones but uber was created during that yeah so it's like this is the time this is the shift a societal shift that's going to happen to where there's going to be some new yeah. things that are. Gonna i would even say up. i would even say 
Amazon started to really elevate yeah. after that time. And yep. look at it now. It's, it's saving us. Yeah. Amazon is saving us Save. as far as getting resources to people. And yeah. that's one thing. It's like, if this, if that 2008 recession was a result of a virus like this, the time would be completely different. Like, we have all these like technological advancements right now that are keeping us comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just social media alone, like everyone is supporting each other on social media and like everyone's connected. It doesn't feel like you're alone. You're right. like, you have the news in a split second. So you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're waiting for a newspaper to know what's going on. It's yeah. not like you're waiting for a seven o'clock news. It's not like you literally only have one person to talk to. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like FaceTime is a big deal right now, mm-hmm. a big deal. Um, Zoom, you know, people are working from home. Companies, teams of people, they're still able to work remotely. Yeah, and they got teachers these... teaching yeah. in their homes, and yeah, kids are so, tuning in. So it's like, I think that's one thing to be extremely grateful for that society has advanced to this point where, you know, there's a level of comfort in knowing that this technology is working. Yes, and we you can know? rely on our technology, not only socially to interact with people in our lives, yeah. but also to spread awareness and knowledge yeah. to each other. Yeah. And we have the resources and access to learn on our own from home. Right, now, exactly. Technology. Yeah. We don't have to go to the library and pick up books and study. We don't have to be in school to yeah. to learn a curriculum. Yeah. Like you could you literally have the freedom from technology to access everything in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm and it's scary too. For that. Yeah, it is but, scary. Because <laughs> here's the time. thing too. Like you got to remember like, yeah, a lot of these things we're seeing online, they're giving us comfort, you know, funny videos, stuff like that. Like I love it, you know, it, like yeah. especially at night, you know, I'm chilling. It's like, man, I'm trying to just feel good and laugh and like, you know, join in on all the fun. But like at the same time, I think a majority or a good chunk of our time should be spent on self-education and yeah. really figuring out what's going on. Like me personally, I put off, like, I, I always just put off learning about politics. I, I put off learning about environmental, um, issues and stuff like that. I put off all that stuff. Um, so like I said, like that level of preparation, I wasn't prepared educationally to like, know a lot of this stuff that's been happening right right? so now i have the opportunity to make up for my mistake and kind of educate myself more Mm -hmm. on what exactly is going on in the world because it's like it's easy to get distracted because we we choose what we want to consume on a daily basis as far as content yes and like you're you're more more likely to watch and consume and read things that like don't really matter at the end of the day exactly it's just passive stuff yeah stuff that's really not making you think it's just getting a quick right. quick emotion out of you right to where it's not actually beneficial yeah beneficially so so my my main focus during this quarantine is kind of flipping that ratio mm-hmm. you know like kind of getting more positive educational and informative content over the comforting funny yeah um relatable stuff or whatever you want to mass consumption yeah whatever you want to deem it you know exactly and that's the only way that you really could make something happen out of this predicament is just to right self-educate and put your focus towards something that you really want to yeah pursue and really want to learn like to each his own right yeah 
if you want to sit at home and watch all the funny videos and look at all the funny memes and that's what you want to do and you eventually start creating funny memes in the future or whatever right. like that's that's cool with me yeah but there's there's a certain time where you know that stuff to us doesn't matter like it's cool in the moment yeah but we're more focused on a long-term goal and that's that's yeah. the whole separation to where it's like you want to self-educate. Yeah. You want to learn different things. You want to put things out on a platform to right. where it could help people. Like one of the most viral things that was going on is just like a lot of people tagging each other in Instagram posts, like push-up yeah. challenge, yeah. send a pet, and yeah. things like that. I like that stuff. Like yeah. I think that's cool because it's creating a community within the people and it's oh, yeah. showing people like it's like actually like more of like a checkup on people too. Right, it is in the same way. It is. To where you're still having that social interaction that you wouldn't really have if you were in isolation. Right. You know? Right. Thank you all for listening to episode twenty three of the Devin After Dark podcast. Shout out to my brother David for getting on the podcast and chopping it up with me and kind of um pushing the envelope forward I, I was uh, speaking on beforehand and I hope you guys all enjoyed that and I hope you all are safe and social distancing making sure that you have all of your essentials if there's anybody out there that's listening to this that doesn't have any um, supplies food or anything like that reach out to me and uh, I'll see what I can do I'll, I promise I'll make something happen and uh, I just want to encourage everybody to Make adjustments and use this time to be positive and we are all going to get through this together in the remainder of 2020 will be amazing. And until next time on the Devin After Dark podcast, the Daily Dev. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube. Some videos are going to be coming soon. <coughs> a little cough you know i've been talking too much <laughs> don't have the coronavirus but yes don't forget to subscribe and follow and i hope you enjoyed until next time peace <laughs>